consistência de militar, mas a equipa gana sempre tudo que se estronca em nada. O que não passa a tornar chefe, a bom dia, chefe de Sibling, já pode, a influência não passa a tornar bolasan dek, hamling asal pasukan, and ibang anggir ibang anggir aku tahu mereka, and even connected pasuk bolas itu masan dari bawah labuh muka atau pelihara, and tonight I will talk about developing a servant heart, a servant heart. The development of a servant heart says, said, humbling ourselves to be a servant of God. To be a servant is the, the one you're doing what you're told you to do by your master or when may amo or may I know a bossing. So not only a servant in a way of katulong OFW, something like that's how I always see. But being a servant in a way that you are, you have a master, you in office, you are, you are an, an employee, you are an employer. Okay? So, something like that. That you are working in uh, behalf of others. And we work because it's part of our job, we're employed and we're paid. So you have to do what you have to do because you're paid to do it. But a servant heart is something different, especially in the context of Christianity, because it's based on love and the character of Jesus. So as a servant of God, you're not just doing it because uh, it is your responsibility, but you're doing it out of love of God, or even doing something beyond what you are required of. That is so. In other uh, offices, like government, they have to go down eight to five. That's it, eight to five. And after five, you cannot, uh, the, the door is closed, the office is closed, unless there's an overtime. And you cannot already afford uh, to work. Maybe in your unofficial capacity, you could do something out of the office to help the political but mostly you have to eight to five. But the context of being as a Christian, it's not like that. To be a servant is what you call a servant of God fulfilling his purpose. So, as a servant of God, you are not bound by time. We are not bound by time. It's 24 7 to be sleeping. There are times when we don't just do it. And above all, we do it for the glory of God. We do it in meeting the needs of others. And with that, 
In a Christian context, we need to develop a servant heart because there are a lot of work to do in the church, but fewer workers. That's the prayer. Fewer workers. Because most workers are not willing to do what you have to do. So we have to develop a servant heart like Jesus. Jesus is a servant. He is God, but he is a servant. And God's servant will be the will of the Father. And this will especially in the body of Christ and the kingdom of God. We have to develop a servant heart in order to fulfill the plan, the purposes, in serving others or meeting the needs of others. We serve God by serving others. So my point this evening is to develop that attitude of being as a servant. And we have to learn how to be a servant. We have to learn from our Lord Jesus. So, this is about Matthew chapter 20. Matthew chapter 20, verse 28. Matthew chapter 20, verse 28. It says here, Just as the Son of Man did not come to be served, but to serve, and to give his life to a ransom for many. So Jesus did not come to be served, but to serve, and to give his life a ransom for many. That is his purpose is to fulfill the will of the Father. In order to fulfill the will of the Father, we must have a certain heart. And that's the problem. Because nobody likes to be a servant. Everyone wants to be a leader. Everyone wants to be a leader. There are not the books in leadership. But you could few could find few books about servanthood because servanthood is an attitude servanthood is character you got your talent you got your ability that's part of your calling but to serve with all your heart and doing things you that require to do beyond the time it also it also it just shows your maturity. How maturity you really have in serving the Lord. So here it says, God or Jesus said, I'm not prepared to serve, to deserve and to serve, to give his life to men. That is how we say it. To serve by serving the people of God. Everybody, everyone wants to believe this. And a part of status, as part of ranks, is always something great if you have people under you. Because you exercise your leadership, you exercise your uh, administrative ability. But sometimes nobody wants to be servant. And in the context of that attitude, 
In Old Testament, most of the servants are slaves. But not most of the servants are slaves, but not all servants are slaves. They were to call bond servants. Bond servants are, are servants who willfully serve this master. After they bought him, you could buy, you could buy servants or your slaves to be your servants. And after you totally, you will be released. But some, because of a good relationship with their master, they will not choose freedom. They want to continue serving their master. That's why they are here in here. This is no longer a slave, but he is a man servant. It means that he chooses to serve his master. Before he was bought with a price in a market to be a servant. But this time he chose to be a servant. So here, something what I'm saying this evening that to develop the servant because this is what needed in the body of Christ. To fulfill the will of God, to fulfill the works of God. Because without a servant heart, we cannot fulfill the work of God. It is fullness. We will do our work, our ministry, what assigned to us in a very uh, small ways or in a big time. It means sometimes we force ourselves to do it. That is not servant heart. Like Jesus, we learn from Jesus. Philippians chapter 2, verse 5. Philippians chapter 2, verse 5 to 8 says here, Let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ. Philippians chapter 2, verse 5. So if you want to be a servant like Jesus, a little Jesus, or to develop a servant heart, we must think like Jesus. In Amplified, it says here, let this same attitude and purpose and humble mind be in you in Christ Jesus. Let it be your example in humility. In this same attitude and purpose and humble mind be in you which was in Christ Jesus. So if we want to develop a servant heart, we have to develop or we have to be same mind with Jesus or to renew our mind to think like Jesus. I don't know the definition of servanthood. I don't know how you define it or how you understand it. But if we want to develop servant attitude, we have to learn from Jesus. So this is the interpretation verse 5. Let the same attitude and purpose and humble mind to be in you which was in Christ Jesus. Let it be an example in humanity. So we can see here that if you want or to develop a servant heart, we learn to humble ourselves like Jesus. And how Jesus humbled himself. Who should be essentially one of God in a form of God who says in fullness of the attributes we make in God did not think this equality with God but was 
with God was obtained to be heavenly blocks or retained, but stripped himself of all privilege and rightful dignity, so as to assume the guise of a servant, that he may become like men and was born a human being. That's in Amplified. Therefore, being found in appearance as a man, being himself no reputation, taking the form of one servant, coming likeness of man. Is verse 6, being a form of God, did not consider gravity before the God, but made himself a reputation, taking the form of one servant, coming in the likeness of man. In short, Jesus is God. He knows he is God. His status is God. His deity is God. But made no reputation taking the form of that servant coming in the likeness of man. He chose to become a servant. Even he is God. So that's humility. Humbling yourself. So you can see, he knows he is God. He is the boss. The CEO. But he's willing to be a servant. So serving a servant is an attitude. It is a character. It's not just because uh, you wanted to do it. It is a character that comes from the heart. So Jesus didn't make no any reputation. So what is he? He died for you and me. He did not think much of himself. You see, reputation is what people say about you. And compared to God, he is the rank of God, the deity of God, the CEO. Some people with that kind of rank will not do uh, those work of a servant because they say, what other people will say to me? They are protecting themselves. The reputation of what people would say to them. That's why they're going to do it. That's right. That is right. See, when you make our office, our public office, we say we are a public servant. I don't know the definition of public servant. But you are there to work for the people. You are just the first. The first to do. The first to obey. The first to work. The first to submit. This is a word. So, it's not that much connected of our rank or status, but our character. Willing to serve other people. Like Jesus. So, if we want to have or to develop a certain kind, we have to die ourselves daily. Because our pride would hinder us in doing that. Extreme pride or something direct pride above or pride extreme below. What is pride above? 
do something you are far more better than others. Or extreme law, number seven, Nahuya. You see, if you are shy, you are surprised. It's a surprise. Because you're thinking much of yourself. Because you're thinking much of yourself, what they would say to me. Maybe I would make mistakes of that. Still, it is right. So, here, we have learned to guide ourselves in order to have a servant like Jesus. He does all those things. He prayed to the sleeper. Who would like to pray for the sleeper? Maybe if they have a specificity, maybe of, of flu or maybe of, uh, you know. Who would like to touch the sleepers? Let you see? Do you like to touch that? But Jesus touched those people. So I mean to say, to have a servant heart, to die ourselves is we're willing to do the dirty job. Some people don't do the dirty job. We're willing to do the linear task. Simple work or dirty work. Because we're not what others will say unto us. Maybe if you do the things you will let that serve. You will be dirty all over your, your face or your hands. But sometimes we have to do that. Because if we are not, we're not willing to do those things, how the Lord will use you? How the Lord will use us? If we just select what we want to do. A servant that will not select or choose what we want to do. You're willing to do what God tells you to do. That's a servant part. If you're not willing to do other things, what God tells you to do, then God cannot use it. So a servant part is willing to do what you have to do. Even sometimes it's not your work. So not only dying yourself, but in a context of that, you're willing to do the minimal task in significant work. Work that nobody will see you. And also to have or to develop a servant that always available. We say available. A humble servant, you are willing to scramble your schedule before God. In God, you now have a schedule. And then along the way, you could send somebody one the Lord to do something. You're willing to change your schedule. If not, you're willing to find a way to fulfill that. And seeing that that's not an obstruction, seeing that not just it's like a, um, 
uh, some of the headlines, but it's an opportunity. If we have a certain time, instead of seeing that an abstraction or hindrance, we will see that opportunity in doing what God tells you to do, in sharing the word of God. We need to scramble or schedule or sometimes what you're planning to do. I remember um many years ago. It's just Chris. New Year, yes. So after we celebrated praise celebration, after we go home, so we eat a Filipino waiting for January 1. So there are all schedules, all those things, food, music, everything is celebration. Then after that, one o'clock, you're full, everything's okay. Celebration and to sleep. And about 1.30, my cell phone run. And they said, if it can go in their house and pray to their mother. Oh. So, my mind didn't want to wake up. My choice to go to go or not to go. It's one person early in the morning. And I'm tired. I'm full of stuff. I just want to sleep. How are we to say we'll pray tomorrow? <laughs> So one thing comes to my mind. I'm a servant of God. I'm a servant of God. This is what I've been ordained for. So my cell phone is 24 hours open, except it is lower. Because I'm a servant of God. I don't want to go. I am sick. I don't want to go. I just want to sleep. But a servant, I to fulfill what I did for them. And God is still to do that. And you expect me to do it. So, I said, I'm a servant. I go down to my side and I only I said I only want an hour in the street. Maybe everybody else sleeping. But I have to do this is my job. Not because of I'm good feeling, but I'm a servant of God. I have to set my eye on the servant of God. I am a servant of God. Because if you just let yourself, you will not go. I am a servant of God. And 24 7 on 12. Unlike other offices in the government, only 8 to 5. That's it. But in Christian, in the Bible Christ, in the kingdom of God, you are 24 7. 
Ada yang orang lain waktu itu dah Haa, ini pun So, I got I have to train myself in doing that because I'm a servant of God. I've been ordained to do this, equipped to do this, called to do this. I tell you honestly, my mind will not go, but I have to go because it is God is my home. And I'm a servant of God. So I have to train myself really because at the first we being a priest. To train myself in doing that, in thinking of that, because this is now my job. I'm no longer a seaman. I'm a look, I'm now a priest. This is now part of my job and responsibility. So I have to train myself in thinking that way, so that time to any time I will go down with joy and gladness doing what I have to do. So always available 24-7 to meet the needs of others. And we need to do this work. Sometimes you are not told to do. When I was in Ross, in Bible study, so I'm not going to have to praise and worship either, but nobody would take the praise and worship. So I have to do the praise and worship. I have to be the usher. I have to do everything. It's just starting. I know I'm not going to get praise and worship either. But at that moment, I have to fulfill that. I know. If somebody will come with a gift of praise and worship leader, okay, you do it, it's yours. But at that time, at that moment, nobody will do it. So, a servant heart will need to do it. Thank you for the grace of God. So sometimes, we have to do things we're not able to do at the moment. Are you willing to do that? A servant that you're willing to do that. Maybe say, it's not my calling. I am not assigned. Yes, I mean not assigned. But at this time, nobody would do it. We're too late, there was a sign. Maybe faithful or Ginatama is lazy. We don't talk that. You read it. We're not fulfilling your work. But at this time, we have to do it. Because one thing always remember from our vision said, do not let the worship down. Because somebody is laughing. So somebody, something is wrong. Don't let the worship or the church of God. Whatever. Because still it is the word of God. So a servant are willing to fulfill those things in prayer. Maybe sometimes we're not scheduled. We're so very scheduled people. That's good. We're scheduled. So you would know we are scheduled. But there are times that always scheduled in a camp. We are not the reason why. So a servant are willing to fulfill. We will not let the worship go down. Because this is still God's work. See? 
A servant heart will do that. At that moment, what my job is to drive, assign transportation in the church, but still nobody's giving their time to be the driver. So, because it is under my jurisdiction, I will be the driver. And I will situate that I will be there to drive or to bring all those people. Because if I'm not fulfilling it, how would I attract people to drive? Because me there, I don't like to do my job. How I could disciple somebody there? Because me, who is there, will not do the work. So that's why you have to say, it's good to drive. It's good. It's good to serve the Lord driving. So that when people come, for somebody the Lord would lead the heart to serve the Lord in maybe uh, uh, driving the, our vehicle, our service vehicle. This from time to time is being enjoyed for something that I don't want to drive. But sometimes you might really uh, have the ministry in the transportation. But as of now, at this moment, nobody. So I have to do it. So, we got to examples. Sometimes, it's an, uh, what you call interpretation in, in, in your make an example of yourself. Maybe you're, you're lifting up yourself. No, it's not the way it's done. The way it's done. It's easy for me to articulate what I'm saying because I'm doing. And you would know that I'm doing what I'm saying. That's the reason. Because if, if saying you made an example, I'm just giving on you, you what you call tune. Everybody knows about tune. But people would see if they're doing what they're doing. Like our Sunday guest about the policy. Don't obey. Do what they do, but don't obey, don't, don't follow what they're doing. All of us are policy in the making. Because we do, we say something, we do nothing. Hmm? In such a way, we are all policy because we say something and we, we do the other thing. But praise God, with the Lord's help, we will make our words and our preaching, or maybe what a saying would be synchronized. So here, being a servant, we need to do the dirty job. Small work. And seeing those small work, or even those uh, sudden things you have to do as an opportunity to prove the work and the power of God in the life of other people. And we are working it not for ourselves. Not for ourselves. It's only for ourselves and we come. The hour of money. And we come. You will not do anything anymore because you need for yourself. But it is for the glory of God and serving other people. You will draw in doing it. So maybe the servant had to be developed in our heart. And second, what he said here that they humble themselves, being found in the appearance of man, they humble themselves, 
and become obedient to the point of death, even the death of the cross. So the better the better, a second half like Jesus, you have an obedient heart, willing to obey. So a servant is willing to obey. Sometimes you don't want to do it, then you are not a servant, you are the master. With this, like Jesus, you obey until death. So, a servant heart, a person with a servant heart is faithful. He is faithful. Like Jesus, he fulfilled it until death. It meant to say in a simple word that you could trust this person. He would do what he is trying to do. He would come to fulfill what he had to do. Small task or big task, small assignment or big assignment, you can trust that these people will come, this person will come. He will fulfill what he has been told to do. Fulfill his responsibility, fulfill his work, whatever it is. So, servant heart is faithful. You can trust him. And he continue to do without complaint. Sometimes complain when nobody is helping him to do. The other people or other companion or other part of the ministry, people are not there. Supposed to be there, but they're not there. And you're the only one doing it. A servant heart will not complain. He will just do what he has to do. Continue doing it. Why? Because this is for God. A servant heart will continue to do what you have to do, even whatever circumstances. Or maybe, as a sample like, like Sunday, maybe somebody will, you know, will criticize you. No? Maybe criticize the way you sing or the way you dance. But it's from your heart you want to continue doing it. It is from the heart that you know this is your calling, you continue doing it in spite of criticism. Because a servant will not base his work on what other people says. You will do what you have to do. Lord, help me, but I will do it. Like someone, when we're in liberty, then I have the time also to share when the visit is not there or Pastor Lisa there. So I share. Of course, and trying to make English. And somebody gave me a 20 pesos offering, and the top of the offering, he said, Brad, I didn't want to listen to this. I have that done. So instead of, you know, instead of, I will you know, defend myself, I am I am not going to do it. No? Could you appreciate that again? It's really bad. I don't want to but thank you, Lord. It helped me. I remember the prince. I helped you, Continue because not all the time you are facing the Alban homes. There are times maybe you have visitors and a father and a to speak in English. And why not? We are not global. Praise God. With the internet. 
So you have to speak English. But thank you, Lord, for helping to speak English. Why? As I said before, never mind my pronunciation is wrong, as long as spirit is correct. Mm. Never mind, but thank you, Lord, for the better. Because a servant card also would give you an idea to develop your talent and your abilities. Not to stay that way. A servant card will learn to develop, enhance the gift of God given to you. Not taking so those kind of uh, saying, I'll uh, you know. I'm not waiting in the theoretical school, blah, blah, blah. Yes. But as it's not like this, we're only touching with the reset, and always away. So now, you have to take, you have to step up. You have to, you have to preach uh, on Sunday or Wednesday or a UOP. So you have to debate, you have to study. The greatest thing for them. So you're a servant that will not win, will not stop. Because of criticism, or maybe because it's establishment, or whatever problem, because it's from a heart that you're serving of God, and you're going to do that. If there's some differences, if some lacking, Lord help me. But you're not free, you're going to fulfill what you're not going to do. That is how you hate a servant. And a servant heart here said, We need to do it to fulfill it. So, a servant heart is faithful. Faithful. You could depend on them that you will do what you have to do. You will not think of Maboko That is a servant heart. Why? Because, like Jesus, he is secure of who he is. He knows that he is the Son of God. He knows that he is in love with the Father. That's why he knows what the Lord did to do. And he knows also why he's doing it. Because he's secure of himself. So insecure people cannot really work for the kingdom of God. Why? Because always think much of yourself. But if they Learn to be secure with the love of God that God loves you who you are. And He died for you and me. Not in the ceremonies, not to be secure with that. Then they learn to think now of others. Jesus was the feet of His disciples. It is the lowest kind of work of a slave to wash the feet of His disciples. But he chose to do because he knows he is God. He secured himself. He secured people will not do that. Maybe this time or nobody now maybe washing the feet. Maybe put the two shine balls. Shining the shoes of others, maybe. And to them it's small is kind of task. But if it's secured by the love of Christ, you will do that. You will not think what people say to you. You will not be if your hands get dirty, you will be dirty all over. Because you know and you know who you are. That God loves you. Jesus died for you. He died. He suffered the same. 
He suffered everything for you and me. He is God. And He do it for you and me. So you have to secure ourselves to that. So to learn to stoop down and serve. Because it's easy to stoop up when you're serving the vision, you're serving the CEO. It's okay. But it's hard for us to stoop down. To do something for these people who are uh, maybe inferior in us to do. Doing something for them. So we have to depend on the seventh part of knowing that God loves to be secure by the God of God. And I think there's something needed in our church, in the body of Christ, to have a servant. She said, your calling would, would show your ability with talent, your ministry. But just simple, before going, arranging the chair, off electric fire, Hmm? It shows you maturity. Doing this minor task. Because we go, we quit to serve God in small or in big things. Everybody likes to do the big things. Nobody likes to do the simple things. But God is a better the servant part will do it. They always finish his job. You will not let his job have done. Always do. They always see the need at the moment. What is the need? I could, I could be of help. Always doing something that could help. You see the needs because a people who is full of himself, he cannot see the needs of others. But we bless the Bible says we have to empty ourselves with ourselves. Then we can now see the need of others. What's the need? What do you have to do? You find out by the way. And God, as I says here, uh, Philippians, therefore God also highlights something and gave him the name, every name is above every name. God bless. God honors. One thing I remember, Chris, one afternoon, and I am a speculative man. He wanted to read every time, he wanted to read place to place of mantra. When he studied in Iloilo, every time he comes, he always says, but then he says, I'm not going to do this. I'm not going to do this. Always there. I'm not going to do this. Finding a way to serve God. And I said, Talk, if that's your heart, you honor God, God will honor us with you. And they give up the way. I'm going to do it. And yes, it is. It's a good The Tapolai priest, who would is now carry the part not to serve as an artist in Germany. Carry the that willing heart, always to serve people, finding a way to serve people, doing this beyond this whole continuity. 
Finding a way, a time. If you have no time, find a time. He said, it was healing your means. And God owns you. Like Jesus. Therefore, God also has highly exalted and given the name about every name that we may all God, struggling with love, with joy and gladness, because we know God loves us. Let's open the Bible in Mark, Mark chapter 2. Mark chapter 2 is here, a technical example of the sermon. Mark chapter 2. But Mark chapter 2. Mark chapter 2. One well. It talks about the four, the four friends who bring the paralytic friend to Jesus. Okay, we're going to them all. So they tore up, they're going to enter, they tore up, they tore up the roof and let their friend go down to Jesus. Okay, that's the story. And most people talk about it about faith and Jesus and healing and the power of God because there was something of faith. Okay, that's good. But what did I see here? Because he tore up the roof. When the service is already finished, and they see this miracle, everybody's rejoicing, everybody's happy. Everybody is going out and talking about this miracle, about the healing power of God. The service now is over. You could talk about faith, it is good. But about servanthood, I want to talk about it before I end. I said, who prepared the roof? Everybody's happy, clapping their hands, saying, Praise God for the healing. Everybody there is going. But those four friends tore off the roof. Who puts the roof? The people, the person who puts the roof, have a servant heart. I don't know the four friends go back. The roof. And they go back. But the person who repaired or repaired the room at that time have a servant heart. What is servant heart? When everybody is gone, when the praises is subsided, nobody is there. Again, he wants to be left in the church and fix the room. Nobody sees him there. Nobody will applaud him. Nobody will thank him. But a servant heart, you see the need, it should be done. That's a servant heart. Even nobody sees us. Because a servant heart will never see or those minimal tasks, insignificant tasks, those little things you do for the big God. That's a servant heart. Willing to do things, willing to oh to partner That's a servant. Willing to do little things. Willing to Put first, so before before we go, that's a servant. Father, we thank you.